Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. I talk a lot about borates here on this podcast. I'm going to go over some of the, I wouldn't say negative aspects of borates, but some of the things that you need to know about when you add borates to a pool. So I'm going to go over some of the, I guess, downsides of borates, so to speak, even though I am going to come out here at the end and say that adding the borates to your pool is a win-win and something that you should do even after you hear these things. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's Referral Program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. I think the biggest downside to using a Bori product is the availability of that Bori product. You're not going to find too many of the Bori products at your local pool store. So you're not going to find the Pro Team Supreme or the BioGuard Optimizer a lot of times sitting on the pool shelf. And that's because it kind of goes counter to what the pool store is actually doing, which is selling you chemicals and the borates will eliminate a lot of chemical usage in the pool. Thereby, they don't carry it, making it hard to find. You may be able to find a local supplier that has the boric acid powder but in most cases, like in my case, I order online. And I use a site called dotodiesel.com. And when you get to that site, again, that's dotodiesel.com. When you get to that site in the search box, just type boric acid, acid powder. And you're going to see different sizes available. I like the 45-pound bucket. And it's right now $84, $85 to get one of those plus shipping. And in my area, they ship at FedEx. So the cost of the product may be prohibitive in a lot of cases to using it on your pool route and selling it to your clients. However, that 45-pound bucket is good for about a 20,000-gallon pool. It should bring the borate level to about 47, 48 parts per million, so right about the 50 parts per million mark if you put 45 pounds in a 20,000-gallon body of water. Of course, there's no way to know exactly if it's 20,000 or 21 or 19, but you're pretty close. So $85 plus shipping to charge up one 20,000 gallon pool may make it cost prohibitive. And I think one of the things you have to know about is that the borate doesn't stay at, let's say that you brought it to 50 parts per million. And after the next season, when you retest that pool, you may find that the borate level has dropped by 20 or 30%. And this is normal and natural for just about anything in the pool to drop down. I've had pools with a cyanuric acid had dropped after the season. Also, the salt level may have gone down, and so the borate level is going to go down in your region. So you have to recharge that with anywhere from 5 to 10 pounds or maybe 20 pounds of boric acid powder again to bring it back up. And that leads to another problem with the borate product, and that is testing the level of the borates in the pool water. And without a spin touch with the borate test disc, you have to use test strips. The test strips, I think, are fairly accurate. 
but that leaves some interpretation of the actual Bori level. Where the spin touch with the Bori disc is really easy and bulletproof, but that's a thousand dollar tester. Then you got to order the disc, and there's 50 discs in there, and they're going to cost you about two fifty or three dollars per disc. And so the cost of the spin touch and the Bori disc make that kind of prohibitive for most people to use as a regular Bori tester on their pool route. So you reduce using test strips to check the Bori level, which aren't completely accurate. Yes, you can do mathematical calculations to add the Bori the first time. So if you were going to add the boys to your pool for the first time, I would say go to the poolcalculator.com and on the top, put the volume of water and then in the Bori section, put the goal at 50 parts per million and then changes the boric acid, and that'll tell you how much boric acid powder you're going to need to bring that level to 50 parts per million. For example, I put this in the calculator. A 20,000-gallon pool needs 48 pounds of boric acid powder to bring it to 50 parts per million. That's why I said it's going to bring it to maybe 48 or 47 parts per million because it's not quite exact. And the first dose, you can do it mathematically, but after the season... You don't know how many more, how much more boric acid powder you're going to need to add to that pool to bring the borates levels back up to that 50 parts per million in the following season. So you're going to have to use test strips to check it. And again, those are open to interpretation by the color change on those borate test strips. If you have a spin touch, it makes it much easier to see that the borate level was at 50 parts per million last year. This year, when you open that pool or you started to add the chemicals to that pool, it's at 30 parts per million, but again, that's the $1,000 tester. This definitely is not a deal killer here, but something to be aware of that the 50 parts per million, even though the boards don't evaporate out of the water, they do deteriorate or the level deteriorates in the water, and you're going to need to add more boards the next season. Not the full amount, but a maintenance dose. And so if you're adding it for your client, let them know that you're going to have to add a 10 or 20 pound maintenance dose the next season and that they'll be charged for that. As long as you're aware of that fact and they're aware of that fact, it's not a big deal. If you're using a Pool RX unit, you have to buy a new unit every year. So it's not much different than that economically. It's just something that you need to be aware of that the boys do not stay in the pool at the same level from one season to another. Just like cyanuric acid doesn't, nor does the salt or other readings, it's going to have some fluctuation when you add the borates and go back the next season to check them. Another thing that you run into with the borates is that you know, the boys are a pH buffer, and therefore, when you do need to make major adjustments in the alkalinity and the pH in the pool that has borates in them, it makes it more difficult. And that's one reason why I always suggest to keep your pool or get your pool as balanced as possible before you add the borates to the pool. So I would like the alkalinity around 80 or 90 parts per million, and the pH should be anywhere from 7.2 to 7.4. And therefore, when you do add the borates, you're not going to be making major adjustments because the alkalinity is not going to be 140 or 150, and the pH is not going to be 8.4. You want things to be within range so that you're just going to make some minor adjustments. And I think keeping the alkalinity low really helps with the pH and with lowering it down with borates in the water. In my testing, if you have the alkalinity around 80 or 90 and the pH starts to go up, you would add almost the same amount you normally would add to bring it back down because the alkalinity is so low. But if the alkalinity is 120 or 130, you're going to be adding a lot more acid to bring that level down with the borates in the water because it is a pH buffer. And logically, since it buffers the pH or keeps it from moving rapidly up or down, 
you're going to need to add more muriatic acid to bring it down in that case because it doesn't move really easily with the borates in the water, a high alkalinity, and with the cyanuric acid, which is another pH buffer in the water. So just be aware that if you have high alkalinity, when you add the boric acid powder, you're going to be having a hard time adjusting the pH down because it's going to keep buffering it. And with the high alkalinity, it's going to also act as a buffer. So make sure your chemistry is in range when you add the boric acid powder to your pool. And try not to make the mistake of adding the boric acid powder when your alkalinity is really high and when the pH is really high also. So those are two things to be aware of. The fact that the boys don't last long in the pool and the fact that it's going to be harder to adjust the pH sometimes if the alkalinity is high in the pool. And again, I mentioned earlier that it's hard to locate the product. You don't find it readily available in pool stores. A lot of suppliers are carrying the boric acid powder and they're carrying the you know, Proteam Supreme and the BioGuard Optimizer at pool stores, but you may have a hard time finding the product. Something else to be aware of is that the borates by themselves are not a magic chemical. You still have to keep the pool balanced, and I mentioned the alkalinity and pH as one factor, but you still need to keep the proper free chlorine level in the pool for it to be effective. I've done tests where I've had the chlorine level at zero in pools with the borates at 50 parts per million, and it takes longer for the pool to turn, but the pool will indeed turn and develop algae and get cloudy over a period of time. So it's not something that's something that you put in there and don't worry about the chemistry. So to give you an example of my test here in my area, I brought a test pool to 50 parts per million, and then I let the chlorine zero out. So the first week, everything looked fine. Now, I wouldn't advise swimming in the pool because there's no chlorine in there, but as far as the water quality, there was no algae and the water was still clear. The second week, algae started forming on the step areas, in the corners, and dead areas like the spa, where they weren't getting a lot of circulation. And by the third week, there was quite a bit of algae in that pool, and the pool was cloudy. I couldn't see the bottom. But it wasn't one of those things where the pool turned completely and turned green. And granted, this was April before the start of the season. I really didn't want to do this test in the middle of summer, because I know that it's really hard to turn it around. And I turned it around really rapidly by shocking the pool and bringing the chlorine level up pretty high and the algae dissipated. So it is an algistat, but it does need chlorine in the pool to stop the algae from growing. And it, there's limits to the borate product. What I'm saying is that if you have the borates at 50 parts a million, you still need to balance your pool and maintain the chemistry level correctly. Otherwise, you're going to have other problems that develop in the pool because you're not balancing the pool water correctly. So a lot of people get the impression that they add the borates to the pool. They're not going to have algae, but that's not true. You need to really keep the chlorine level at the proper free chlorine level range for the borates to be effective, just like anything else. I've done this test with a Polar X where I put a Polar X unit in, I let the chlorine zero out, and it didn't last quite as long as the borates, but it did go into the second week without there being any major algae or water quality issues. So it worked really well. But any kind of enhancer like the Boris or the Polar X, you do need chlorine in the pool to maintain the you know, water quality and borates by themselves aren't going to do it. Another hurdle of borates is that it's psychological and that they use borates in pest control. What borates do to crustaceans like roaches and other insects, I don't know if they're crustaceans, I guess they are, they have a shell, is that the borates actually break down the shell or disintegrate the the exoskeleton of these insects. So if you go to the, if you find the boric acid powder locally, you may see like a cockroach with like a red, 
you know, circle with a line through it. And it is used as a, a way of killing roaches and other insects with a shell because the voids will actually weaken their shell. We don't have that problem. We're not insects. We don't have a hard outer exoskeleton. And the voids have very little effect on humans to a certain level, of course. And Bob Lowry was a big proponent of voids. And he gave some good examples of how much water you have to drink to make it a toxic level with the borates. And it's something that's impossible to actually do as a person or as your pet. I had borates in my pool for years and my husky drank out of the pool. And she lived to about 13 years, which is about the lifespan of a husky. She actually died from having a hip problem, which is very common in that breed. But she would drink the water and not have any problems with it. And so the borate level or the amount of water you have to consume to make it toxic is pretty astronomical. And Bob Lowry talks about it more in some of the podcasts that I recorded with him. And if you pick up his book, Pool Chemistry for Residential Pools, which I highly recommend. Again, the title is Pool Chemistry for Residential Pools by Bob Lowry. And if you go to page 67, he talks about borate toxicity. Actually, he has a whole chapter on borates. And basically, he says here, to get to the 5G dose of boric acid from a swimming pool at 50 parts per million of boron, it would be necessary to swallow 20 liters or 5.25 gallons of pool water. And this is without going to the bathroom and urinating to let some of that toxicity out. So you have to drink 5 gallons of water. I'm not sure when the last time you drank 5 gallons of water without going to the bathroom. But no pet can do that and no person can do that. And so you can see that the toxicity of borates has been kind of overblown. And it's perfectly safe to use. And I highly recommend the book if you're looking at a resource that talks about borates. It's uh, section 7. And he talks pretty much in depth about the borates and the different borate products. I'm speaking mainly about the boric acid powder here. We can also use 20 mil team borax to bring the borate level to 50 parts per million. But I like the boric acid powder as my primary way of adding it to the pool. And I definitely think that a lot of the danger of borates at above 50 parts per million, maybe you're getting into the area we have to be more cautious. I wouldn't recommend anything above 50 parts per million. And I think if you keep it at 70 or 80 parts per million, that's above what would be recommended. I believe the EPA recommends it to be at 35 parts per million. But regardless of that, the toxicity of borates has definitely been overblown in the industry. And it's perfectly safe. I have borates in my pool. I use my pool regularly without any problems. I have it in my customer's pool. So I don't think that you can really say that borates are unsafe. Yes, the optics of it being used in pest control, the fact that it you know kills roaches and insects doesn't mean that it's harmful to humans. And I think it's one of those things where that's something that is a hurdle for, of course, the borate products. And you don't want to get a bag of boric acid powder and bring it to your customer's home where you have a roach on the back with a big X through it. It's definitely something that you don't want to present as one of the aspects of the borate product. You need to be aware of these things if you're going to use borates. And I always think that you need to be educated on the pros and cons of any product out there. And I don't work for any manufacturer and no one pays me to do these podcasts. I have one sponsor, which is Leslie's Pool Supply, and they sell all kinds of different chemicals and equipment. And so I can say openly here, I like the borate products. And these are the things you need to be aware of. If you're going to use the borate product in the pool or on your route, you should know these aspects of it. I wouldn't say they're negative. I think they're drawbacks to the product. 
And I would say that the benefits of borates really outweigh any of these things that I mentioned here today. And I've done quite a few podcasts on borates. If you wanted to find those, just go to my website, swimmingprolearning.com. And on the banner, click on the podcast icon and just type in the word borate. And then you'll see all the different podcasts I have on the particular aspect of it, including this one here. And if you want to enhance your business, definitely consider my coaching program at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week. And God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Yeah! Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.